Hello. Hi, how are you? Hi, how you doing? Calling about the Camaro you have for sale? Oh, okay. What are you asking for that right now? I'll take 18. No less 18, than 18, that's it? Wow. Get out of here. I'm serious. That, I mean, I'm not trying to do nobody. I didn't pay all that much, so that's why I'm not trying to do nobody. I'm just trying to get back what I paid. I'm having a hard time believing that. I'm sorry, but uh, are you joshing me? No, I'm not. I'm a business type person. I don't josh. <laughs> uh, are you pulling my leg? No, I'm not. You're not yanking my chain, are you? No, I'm not. Are you blowing smoke up my rear end? No. <laughs> I'm serious. Are you squirting hot sauce in my dick hole? No. <laughs> you freaking too. <laughs> Are you giving me a reach around without even kissing me? No, I'm not. <laughs> Are you jizzing all over my face? No, I'm not. Why would I play? I'm 35 years old. I don't have time for games. Oh, you're not, you're not giving me a hand job, are you? Are you interested in buying a car? Well, are you shitting all over my chest? Are you interested or not? Are you going to buy the fucking car or not? Um, uh, nah. This is Fred Jansen, Bob. You're listening to the Howard Stone Show. Darling Howard Stone with his co-host, Robin Quivers. With today's special guest, David Spade. James Bay. <laughs> <laughs> took off yesterday because of President's Day. Very important to be off on President's Day. You yes, know. I, I remembered all the presidents. Yeah, I got to remember that for next year. <laughs> oh, yes. Do you even think about the presidents on President's Day? I didn't think about the president once. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think I'm all in on Bloomberg. I'm, I love Michael Bloomberg as a leader. You know, and this bullshit about him. Uh, be, by the way, we're back live. I just want to make that clear, lest anyone think we're still on vacation and this is a rebroadcast of some other broadcast. Or you know what I'm talking about. Anyway, uh, yeah, I've been thinking about it. I always liked that guy when he was mayor. He was the best mayor. Uh, he was a great mayor. Rudy Giuliani was a great mayor. And uh, when Rudy left, I thought, oh, who the hell is going to take over the city? But Mike Bloomberg was, like, awesome. He was even better. He was even better. And so, like, when people go, like, Bernie Sanders goes, he hasn't run anything. He hasn't. Uh, he's part of the proletariat. Uh, whatever the proletariat is. What is the proletariat? <laughs> I don't know. Sounds like a good thing he's, to be. He's in the billionaire class. And he did this and did that. Did. And, and it's like, you know what? I mean, I know many presidents who have been great have been senators. Um, Barack Obama was a senator. But I, I'll tell you, mayors run shit, you know, and get shit done. Yeah, he, he created a whole company. Yeah. Hasn't I mean, run anything. Yeah. And he's like, 
even people who are Republicans who might be not into Trump or even Republicans who are into Trump might say, wow, this guy's really got shit done. Uh, you know, it, it's like he was so effective as a mayor. And I know that then they go, well, stop and frisk and this. And that. Yeah. The reason he's got shit like that is because he had a city to run. I mean, senators kind of sit there in a chamber and don't do all that much. Really, when you analyze what they do, they don't do all that much. Well, thank goodness we can um, get along without them. Yeah. I mean, if they remove the Senate tomorrow, we'd be better off. No, don't say that. I, I, I believe it. But, <laughs> but the, the mayor is a guy who actually, and especially if you're mayor of New York, it's like running the entire United States. Maybe even. Well, some as countries difficult. aren't as long, uh, as, as large as this city. Yeah. And Bloomberg's a super successful organized businessman. Yeah, he made a ton of money, but I see it as positive. He's a fucking workaholic. He actually made that money. He didn't inherit it. Nothing. He just, he, he did it the old-fashioned way. From, from the start, he had to go out and make it. Like, any, like anybody else who lives in this country, uh, he had an opportunity, and he, he just went for it. And I just, I just love the guy. What and happened to Biden with you? you I like Biden a lot. Biden. I am, but but he, he doesn't seem to be going over with the electorate. I had a feeling that this was all newspaper and and TV show hype. <laughs> well, you that always he was know. that popular. You're always ahead of the well, game. Well, let's go back to the videotape. I have proof this time because wow. I said I'm not sure that he's really the front runner. Well, you are obviously very in tune. Because uh, you're right. So anyway, you know, Bernie's ahead because he's got the kook vote. <laughs> and I like Bernie. Don't get me wrong. Bernie's a good-hearted dude. And I told you, Bernie backed us up against the FCC. He, he actually went on the floor of the Senate and made a statement about how what the FCC was doing to us was wrong. And he's a good guy. He's been on the right side of uh, history with the Iraq War. You know, he's a good man. But all that kooky shit he's into... And uh, all, I don't know, I just don't see him being a winner. And a guy like uh, middle-of-the-road kind of Bloomberg uh, bureaucrat who knows how to run shit, get stuff done, he'll be into the he infrastructure. He wants to solve problems. That's what I love about Bloomberg. Yeah. He solves problems. Yeah. So I'm hoping he gets the nomination. But that means everyone has to gather around him because... There's so many middle-of-the-road candidates now splitting up the middle-of-the-road vote. And those Bernie Sanders people are cuckoo. They don't realize, like, they, they don't want Trump, but they don't realize Bernie isn't going to win. Well, Bernie has said that he would uh, uh, back whoever is the nominee. Yeah. And then all this, like, bashing of Bloomberg for stop and frisk and all that stuff and like somebody said in the Daily News today in the letters to the editor, Trump's got uh, locking kids up in cages and uh, on the border. So, you know, everybody's got shit. Who any, Anybody who's ever had to run anything isn't going to have a perfect record that that's everyone right. could agree on. But That's because he was doing something. These people who run from the Senate, they don't. All you have is bills they passed or Hell, didn't pass. If I was mayor, I wouldn't even do stop and frisk. I would have just had giant metal detectors as you enter the city and leave the city. And then you would have had to go through them. I would have been 50 times worse with all the kooks running around this city. <laughs> I mean, there's so many of them. The stop and frisk is nothing compared to what I would do. I would run it like a, like, like you literally would, every 10 feet would be frisked. 
Nothing would ever get done but frisk. Yeah, I, I would have. First of all, it'd be zero unemployment because everyone who wasn't being frisked would be hired to be frisking people. I I would have been like stopping tase, like oh, stop like let, subdue people, tase them, and then frisk them. That's why we're not voting for. Them. I know nobody wants to vote. For and I like that getting rid of giant sized sodas. I watch 600 Pound Life. That is the best show on TV. TLC, my 600 Pound Life. Every week it's the same exact show. They got somebody over 600 pounds. This week they got somebody 718 pounds. She's flat on her back. Half the show was her trying to take a shit in a car. What? Yeah, she's flat on her back, right? So when she's home, they slip a, she can't even get up to go to the toilet anymore. So her friend comes in and slips a, one of those uh, Bed you know, bedpans yeah, underneath her asshole. And she shits and pisses and does what she has to do. And then her friend wipes her down. Well, what a nice friend. Uh, this woman's a star, the woman, in, the woman who shits, I mean, <laughs> in the bed. But how do you get a friend like that? I don't have any friends. You know how she got a friend like that? She pays her, oh. like I do. That's how I, all my friends I pay. It's the greatest thing ever. When I started making money, I got all of my, I got rid of all of my friends I don't have to pay because I didn't trust them. Oh my God. Oh my God. I had the best vacation. What did I do? Robin went to Australia. I stayed home in front of my TV, watched 600 pound life and Narcos <laughs> on uh, Netflix. That's new season. There's a now. new season of Narcos. Narcos. Uh, yeah. Season that two. That happened while I was away. Narcos Mexico or whatever it's called. Yeah. It's weird. Netflix doesn't even highlight these new shows, but getting back to 600 pound life. Mod on. You should see what's going on. So this woman's flat on her back. Why is she shitting in the car? Well, I'll tell you what happened. So her friend comes over every day, and she's in charge of bathing her three times a week. Ugh. So she's got those big folds of fat, and you got to lift them. So the woman in bed lifts them while the other woman, hold, like, wipes down. So she's just getting a bed bath. Yeah. Like. Yeah, she can't shower anymore. There was one woman they just take out on the porch and hose her down like an elephant. Right. I've seen that <laughs> done before. It was the greatest thing ever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's terrible. What am I laughing at? Shame on me. Oh, my God. My wife and I sit in bed and we just watch this thing. These are really <laughs> sick people. Yeah, it is. It's like it's like no different than a drug addict, except they have food. That's right. You're not laughing at drug addicts. So, no, 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 not at all. I'm not laughing at anybody. I'm just laying there with a straight face. Mm -hmm. So I'm just sitting there watching and the woman's now flat on her back. She's gotten so fat. Her feet have turned into flippers. You know, and so she can't. Even their feet are fat. Yeah. I go, oh, my God. Her feet are so fat. Then she has like barnacles growing on her belly that hits the floor. They all have this thing called um, lymphedema or something, which is just your fat hitting the floor and getting infected. <sighs> and they and then the, the her friend comes over, lifts her folds and and like wipes down with a with a towel. What's doing in the folds? Because there's a whole ecosystem building up in those folds. <laughs> Gotta see this show. So she wipes her out and everything. And then after the sponge bath, the woman laying in the bed who weighs over 700 pounds. After the sponge bath, she goes, oh, my God, that's so exhausting. All I want to do is go back to sleep and lay down. But first, I like to eat because I'm so hungry after my sponge bath. Oh, She's hungry. And you so should sad. see you should see what goes on for breakfast. Brings in four cartons from a fast food place with eggs, fried potatoes, 
I mean, the shoveling in is the best. And these people don't apparently enjoy it because they shovel it in so fast. They're just trying to get full. Holy mackerel. So she no, finally they're feeding their addiction, Howard. They're just used to eating that much. So she finally decides she's going to go see Dr. Now. That's the guy who operates on really obese people. He's like willing to operate on you and reduce your size of your stomach. If you show him, you could lose a couple of pounds first. But he's all the way in Houston. And she, God knows where she was, but it was like an 18-hour car ride. And they had to load her into this van, like a truck. And it took six guys to load her in. They finally get her loaded in, but she's flat on her back and she can't move. And the guy goes, she goes, an hour in, she goes, oh, I have to go to the bathroom. All these people whine. And you're like, what? The bathroom, where are we going to do that? She goes, well, I can't get up, so... The guy goes, all right, I'll put a bedpan under you. She goes, I can't move. I can't roll over on my side. So the guy goes, I don't know what to tell you to do. And she he goes, maybe you should just shit in the bed, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so now there's an 18-hour car ride. These guys are sitting there with her. She's shitting and pissing in the bed. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Although she claims she held it in. I was like, why don't they just give her a diaper? At least she could. Well, how are you going to get a diaper? Yeah. You can't even get a bedpan under That's true. Maybe like a wee-wee pad. Again, that requires rolling. She mm. can't do it. Mm. <laughs> anyway, it's a great show. And then when the, if some of them lose weight, it's great. Then they have to get skin graft, skin removal. Like the, there's so much hanging skin that they when they take off the skin, they take it and they show it to you. They show you the operation and they put it in a big plastic bag and weigh it. Sometimes it weighs up to 50 pounds. And you watch all of this. None Everybody. of this grosses you out. I have to squint when during the operation, okay. like, so that I can't see. Because I don't watch those shows yeah. because I don't want to see people cutting into things. Yeah, yeah. Or, and you were a nurse. You should be able to handle it. Well, I gave that up, remember? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Is that why? No, I used to be into it for a while wow. there. But now I'm, mm. I'm a softy. Wow. Wow. Oh, my God. I... Uh... I love TV so much. It's my whole vacation, really. I watched Narcos. I watched 600 Pound Life. I watched, um, oh, I watched that horrible movie that won the Oscar. I, I knew you would not oh love Parasite. God. And Parasite is one of the greatest movies Great, ever made. Ding, dong, 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 you didn't dong. get to the good part. <laughs> it was know, a setup. I, I watched the whole movie. And you didn't like, I, I was, said to it myself, was a third, I don't think this is Howard's kind of film. It was a third-rate Twilight Zone episode. No, it was not. It was great. Third-rate Twilight Zone episode. Don't waste your time. You couldn't be right when all these other people say it's wonderful. The the um, the Joker was a 50 times better movie. The Mr. Rogers movie didn't even get nominated. It was a great fucking movie. Uh, I didn't even see 1917 or whatever the hell that movie is. And I know it's better than, the, <laughs> I didn't oh, even, stop it. I'm, and I'm sure, uh, Quentin Tarantino's movie was better too. I well, mean, that would have been my second choice was so after Paris. fucking third rate. And I know what it is, you know, class warfare. No, I no, get no. it. I loved every second mm, of that movie. No, you, didn't. you think I didn't? Yep. I know you didn't. You just need someone to tell you you didn't. <laughs> You're easily influenced. I'm not easily anything. I tell you, we live in a world. I'm watching the Super Bowl, and this J-Lo and Shakira ridiculous performance comes on. Like, man, I, I, you know, 
I got into the music music uh, scene in the 60s, and I was into rock and roll. And then in the 70s, it exploded. Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young, The Beatles, you know, Jethro Tull. Uh, yes, I mean, yeah, you name it, the music, the, the performers, the live singing. I'm watching this Super Bowl, and I'm, I'm sitting there with a big question mark over my head. As Shakira comes out, she's, you know, it's almost like a, 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 a third-rate Las Vegas review. The dancing girls, people flying through the air, Shakira shaking around. Not even, no one sings, by the way. None of them can sing. Aren't all Las Vegas reviews third rate? Oh, yes. Yeah, this is a fifth rate Las Vegas review. And shaking their ass. And then that J-Lo, who's so happy to dance around for everybody. And the songs are so fifth rate. Like the worst fucking songs ever. And then you, you read the next day and I'm wait, I'm, I'm, you know, I was waiting for the big headline. J-Lo drummed out of show business. Shakira no longer allowed to perform anywhere. She, they ruined their careers. They exposed as, you know, the emperor wears, uh, and all of a sudden you read the, oh my God, the greatest Super Bowl halftime show. What were people thinking? Do you guys remember James Taylor, the Beatles, the Stones, the music? And you're listening and watching that shit and saying it was good? Are you fucking out of your mind? I read a headline that said, J-Lo and Shakira saved the Super Bowl halftime Wow, show. really? Yeah. Did, and I didn't see it. it. It's a dance review with bad music. Every song sounds the same. The performers aren't singing. Carrying on, running around. And then I saw a clip of Jimmy Fallon with J-Lo. Yeah. And he was carrying on like this was the second coming. And she started naming. He said, what else did you do? You did the slides. You did this. You did that. And then you sang with your daughter. And you did all wow. the songs. Yeah, I did Jenny on the block. Wow. I did on the floor. Yeah. I was like, what? What are we talking about? You're talking here? about shitty fucking <laughs> the worst performance ever. Give me a break. And I just don't understand how people could fucking sit there in praise of that. I'm telling you, that it was a, a terrible week. The Oscars, Parasite won for best movie, a third-rate movie. And then the fucking J-Lo and Shakira performance. And people are carrying on like they just uh -huh, saw something just good. Just because you don't like something doesn't mean it isn't good. Oh, yes, it does. No, it doesn't. And Shakira's like yodeling. I don't even think she's singing. Dancing around with her belly. You know, it's like great. Yeah, they kept talking about all the dances she did. Oh, my like goodness. Like she did a, a, a Chilean dance or oh something. Oh, my God. And then she did belly dancing. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna perform at the Super Bowl next year and do belly dancing, <laughs> <laughs> and so you can praise me. Hey, 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 I'm telling you, only idiots could have liked that. Here, Bobo's on the phone. He thinks the Super Bowl halftime was great. No fighting. J Lo was J Lo yeah, very captivating. I, I was. It was captivating. Did you did you did, did you ever see Nirvana? Did you ever see Soundgarden? Did you ever see the Foo Fighters? Did you ever see? Oh yeah, absolutely. Did you ever seen like real yeah. music performances? You ever Absolutely. go to the, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame just put out a uh, compilation video. Somebody sent it to me. It's a movie of some sort. And I mean, you, 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 oh, my God. There were so many great performances. Crosby, Stills and Nash performing together. Then they bring out James Taylor and then they bring out the, you know, and then, and then Paul Simon and Art Garfunkel are performing together. And and it's just you get chills and the, and the, the 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 words the music is so brilliant. 
What, what, what is this shit at the Super Bowl that people are fucking carrying on about? It, it's dancing. It's like a, watching a Broadway show, like those shitty musicals that they now call Broadway shows. I, I, I mean, I've had it with this. Tongue moment. She had what? a tongue moment, Shakira. A what? A tongue moment. Tongue moment? Yeah. What is that? She was like sticking a tongue out of something. Oh, during her dance, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's hot. a big deal. That's great. <laughs> yeah, she had a tongue yeah. moment. You know, I tell you, I we... went to the Nick game when I was on vacation, and uh, you know who came out to do the Star Spangled Banner? A harmonica version was John Popper of Blues Traveler. Oh, what? Now, now, you want to talk about talented guys? This fucking guy took out his harmonica, and you know he can sing. You know the song, the hook. I'm talking about, you know who I'm talking about, John Popper? Yes, Blues yes. Travelers. This guy, he comes out at, uh, ha ha I mean, at the beginning of the game and uh, plays the harmonica. And I tell you, you know, I say, where the fuck? This is a musician. Guy who writes songs, can sing, he's not dancing around. He's not changing costumes. No, no, no. Putting out a stripper pole. I, I swear, I swear. People, oh, what's her name? Uh, uh, J Lo. She, she, um, she changed her costume three times. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? The Beatles came out. They never change a costume. It's about the music. Are we are we losing our minds as a society? Howard, did you hear that Gary had an altercation at the Super Bowl? Did he tell you? No, no. Yeah, no. He, so there was a group of three guys who were passing serious thought bombs, and Gary couldn't take the stench anymore, and he jumped at and uh, said, uh, I, I, uh, I, I, "Not now, later. Call me." You know what? You, yeah, you, we were on a subject. There was yeah. a topic going on here, yeah. Bobo. Yeah, you're fucking me up. By the way, you know the song "The Hook" that John Popper does. Yeah. You know what that song's about? No. That song is a song about how stupid the audience is. It's an appropriate song. If you've ever listened to the words to The Hook, John Popper is singing about the fact that as long as you have a hook in a song, nobody even pays attention to what you're singing. He says, in fact, I'm going to insult you now and tell you that you're a bunch of idiots. And, and uh, it won't bother you because you, yeah. there's a good hook. You don't even know what I'm singing about right now because you just like the tune. <laughs> That's what the song is about, you know. It's a brilliant song. Listen to the words. It's a goof on us. That's music. Doesn't matter what I say. As long as I sing with inflection. I've said nothing so far. He can keep saying nothing. Doesn't matter. And it don't matter who you are. Doesn't matter who you are. If I'm doing my job, it's yours all I pray. If I'm doing my job, you assholes will love it. 
the hook brings you back. So he's basically telling us we're assholes, which we are. Well, that's why I said, you know, American Idol shouldn't even be on TV. Anyway, you can do the rest at home. Do your homework and listen. Go listen. It's a great song. It's brilliant. But American Idol would never find a Billy Island. She doesn't even need American Idol. Anyway, that's what that song is about. Doesn't matter what I say, so long as I sing with inflection. That makes you brings you back. The hook brings you back. There's something amiss. I'm being insincere. In fact, I don't mean any of this. Still, my confession draws you near. To confuse the issue, I refer to familiar heroes from long ago, no matter how much Peter loved or what made the pan refuse to grow. It's just nonsense. Then I haven't said anything. Yeah. Suck it in, suck it in, suck it in. If you're Rin Tin Tin or Ann Bolin, make a desperate move or else you win and then begin to see. Ann Bolin? Well, I don't know what her name is. (laughs) Uh, What you're doing to me. This MTV is not for free. It's OPC. It's killing me. You know, it's 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 nonsense song. It does, he's saying I can sing whatever I want as long as I do it with conviction. Ah, oh, shut up. Go listen to J Lo. <laughs> I tell you, I sort of, I'm watching that thing and I go, what? What? There should be the people should be stampeding. And then I, and then the next day, lo and behold, everyone's like, Oh my God, did you see Shakira and J Lo? And I'm like, I'm living in the twilight zone. Am I the only? Am, am I the oldest guy in the world who's the only one who remembers the Stones, and and the Beatles, or James Brown, or Prince? Real talent, Bruce Springsteen. Am I? Am, am I? Li- where am I? <laughs> Poor Beth had to hear me screaming the whole time. Right, you finally got <laughs> here, but she heard it first. Yeah. I uh, was so upset they canceled Ray Donovan while we were on vacation, the TV show Ray Donovan. And so I was like, how could they cancel that show? It's had eight seasons. There was no resolution at the end of the show. We never got an ending. But Howard, how many times can we see Ray Donovan get beaten up? Oh, stop it. And many times did they want to. Well, the fans spoke and Showtime is has agreed to give us an ending to Ray Donovan. And I'm okay, thrilled. Okay, so they're going to do some kind of a movie or something? They're going to do either a movie, Robin, or one more season. No, so, no, no, no. Movie, please. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's your vote. You voted for movie. <laughs> I've been ha- struggling trying to get through this season. Right. What else did I uh, want to tell you? Oh, I, I, you know, I like to watch romance movies with my wife. So we sat down on Netflix to watch this um the Last Christmas. What's that? Em- Emma, you know the actress Emma Thompson? She wrote it, I think. With it, oh. It's a romance movie. It is so fucking bad. Don't watch it. In fact, I'm writing a letter now to the president of show business to throw her out of show business. <laughs> her, Shakira, and J-Lo. All out. I'm not kidding. I'll read <laughs> you the letter later. the door. Yes. I want them out. Don't you fucking write another movie. I'll tell you what is good. 
the reboot of The Biggest Loser, starring Bob Harper, the trainer who had the heart attack. Remember the guy, Bob? Oh, they're rebooting that? They reboot it, and it's good. I love watching fat people trying to lose weight. I don't know what it is about me, but I love it. You're a mess is what I'm it is I'm a mess. I love it. Because they're not bringing it back to the network, are they? No. It's on um, a pretend network. What is it on? It's on, um, <laughs> no, NBC they won't carry that anymore. They, <laughs> it's on something like, you know, like one of those like stars or something. You know, one of those networks that want to be a network. Yeah, you don't even know where it is. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I watched that. It's very good. And I like that guy, Bob Harper. Yeah, but I always host. worry about, you know, he's doing all these commercials about, you know, I recently had a heart attack. Yeah, I know. And now I'm taking this or that. And I'm like, I worry about him every day. I know, because then you go like, he must not know what he's doing. He's working out too hard. He's like 20 years old and he had a heart attack. And then in the in the commercial, <laughs> yeah. he does a yoga move. I said, oh, now he's, at, he's doing yoga? Yeah. He can't live weights anymore. It's a little gentler. <laughs> I like Bob a lot, but then whenever I see he's he's one of those guys that has tattoos up and down his arms and on his legs and oh, everywhere. He does? And whenever I see somebody like that, I go, oh, <laughs> like I, I want to believe he knows a lot about health and weight loss. But he couldn't. Then I see the tattoos and the heart attack. Yeah. And I go, uh oh, what he the might, hell? Yeah. What's he <laughs> like? You want to get a couple of tattoos? I've got tattoos. You've got tattoos. Every the whole world's yeah, got tattoos. Yeah. When you start doing your whole body and your face, he's not doing his face. Um, no, Cindy Crawford's son did his family. Yeah, I like it. You do? <laughs> no, are you crazy? At least, poor, all I said, you know, I, I've, I, I've had Cindy on the show. I know Cindy. I know her husband. Uh-huh. I went, oh, those poor guys. <laughs> it's going to be a tough year. They're like, Jesus Christ, we have two great-looking kids. Yeah. Like you could, they look like you know, like the vampires in um, Twilight. Yeah, they're really good-looking. All beautiful. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if Cindy, Randy, and their kids are just vampires. <laughs> They're such good-looking people and and uh, lovely people. Too. I've met them. I've met them. I've met uh, uh, Randy, Ka Randy, Kaya. I've never met the son. And they're nice people. They seem to be genuinely, you know, they're rich. They could be assholes, but they don't seem to be. And then the son goes and tattoos his face. And the kids are good-looking people. why? 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 And he's very upset that people are making fun of him. And he got online and he said, listen, anybody... Listen to poor Randy and Cindy. He goes, anybody who doesn't like my face tattoo, I'm going to give you my address. I want you to come over here oh, no. to my house. And I'm like, I want to go to your house. I'd like to see what you're doing. Give me your address. Give me your address. I'll go down there. Can you imagine the lineup of people who could kick this kid's it, ass oh, are going to show up? Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's here. I got it. I was like, oh, and I'm sure Randy and Cindy are going to have to get a hold of him and go, listen, <laughs> stop inviting people to our house to beat you up. Yeah, stop that. Yeah. Now the family Christmas card is fucked. Everything. What are you going to do with this kid? I guess he doesn't have plans to work. Well, he can't he get put a job. One word on his face, didn't he? Misunderstood. Yeah. And they said to him, "Why misunderstood?" He goes, "I guess it's because people don't understand me." <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, that's a good reason. Why don't you put something that they could understand on your face? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Since you're misunderstood. Why not get something they understand? You're just perpetuating the problem. And that's a big word, too. Yeah, it's not a few lines yeah. or a few letters. You know, these. I've always said it. You know, years ago with tattooing, if somebody walked in and said, I want to get a tattoo on my face, the tattoo artist is not, they would say, look, no way. 
If someone walks into a tattoo parlor and they want their face tattooed, it should be treated like gender reassignment surgery. You got to go to a psychiatrist. <laughs> it's a year at least before they'll even fucking touch you. And then you will have forgotten about it. And this young man, he's so handsome. He's got Cindy's face, but on a dude. Yeah. He even has the mole. Yeah. Dude. The kid's like the Mona Lisa. He'd be beautiful whether he was a man or a woman. Me, I got a face tattoo. No one noticed. You don't mess up your face like that. And even if you remove it now, you're going to have a scar of some kind. It says misunderstood because that's how I've felt my entire life. What did your mom think? My mom, she she likes it. She thinks it's, nice um, she's supportive. I don't know. Like, what does she think? Like, what is like, what do you mean? It's like, it's my shit. It's my face. If anyone has shit to say to me about this or anything else oh. or my family or how I grew up or anything, I will give you my address. I promise oh. you can come say oh. it to my face. If I'm Randy, I'm like, oh, no, we better hire security. Well, do you look at this and say um, how bad parenting, how bad could their parenting be? Yeah, yeah. Well, it makes you, <laughs> if your kid gets a face tattoo, then, he, then all of a sudden everyone's staring at you cross-eyed going, you're a shitty parent. Yeah, you get blamed. The boomerang. <laughs> I call that the boomerang effect. Your kid does something dumb and then you're an asshole. <laughs> wow, she really must not have been home a lot. See, all that modeling. Uh, she didn't watch the kid and oh now he's getting his kid. face tattooed. Well, I mean, it looks like a pretty good life. <laughs> yeah. And he sounds miserable. He didn't sound too happy. No. I don't yeah. understand. He's right. He's misunderstood. My mother would be like, listen. <laughs> Every sentence starts with listen. <laughs> listen. With all this carrying on with tattoos, it's people who are bored. You understand what I'm saying? I understand. When I was a girl growing up, no one had time for tattoos. Not one. And, the, and when she says tattoos, it's, it's she says it so it cuts right through It's you. like two words. What do you have there? Oh. I got a tattoo, Ma. You got a tattoo? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you're saying that wrong. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, I'm saying it wrong. Listen, I don't deal with tattoos. If you're busy with tattoos, you're too, you have too much free time. And that's it. And you can put that in your pipe and smoke it. <laughs> Even the word smoke, like smoke it. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, when I got a tattoo, my mom wouldn't even look at it. So I'm sure if I put misunderstood on my face, my mom would have oh, just like vomited. That would have been it. That would have been it. What did you do to yourself? How are you going to work? She might have had you committed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm yeah, yeah. checking you in. Yeah. Well, uh, anyway, I'm sure that uh, Cindy and Randy have their hands full with that one. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Billy. Billy from, where's this guy from? He's from New York. Okay, Billy. Auburn, New York. How you doing? I know. I, know. Hey, I want to totally agree with you on that review of Parasite. It's the worst piece of garbage yeah, I've ever seen. I can't course. believe I sat there for two hours and read the screen because it was a waste of like a cheap Japanese movie. Yes. Oh, oh, cheap you Korean guys movie. just want the same movie over and over again. That's your uh, problem. Well, they can't help their language. Sure they can. Well, yeah. Learn to speak English. South Korea is like part of our country. 
Uh, Once Upon in Hollywood, another piece of garbage. I haven't don't seen that one. Don't I don't have a desire time. to see that. I actually don't like don't that, too. The best movie I, was exci- was I, I went to see Parasite because I said, oh, all those movies have Godzilla in them. It's going to be good. <laughs> and there was a one Godzilla. <laughs> it would have been better. <laughs> yeah, you're not kidding. Godzilla came in. Please, you didn't watch the last Godzilla. There was a Godzilla. Like, like there, yeah, the Americans made that one. They <laughs> fucked that all up. <laughs> Japanese know how to make that. Uncut Gems was the best movie of the year. Oh, yeah? It was awesome. Better than Joker. Joker. You didn't see there. Uncut Gems. That's the Adam Sandler. I saw that. It was Adam good. Sandler. It was good. It was good. I like that. Good. I like that. I like I like the Joker. And, and, and yeah. by the way, I want to say something. I watched the Oscars. People were saying the next day that Joaquin Phoenix didn't make any sense. He gave a long rambling speech. No, he made he's sense. The only, he's the only fucking person there who made any sense. He, he made was, sense. Yeah. He's like, hey, quit. You know, you could go take a look at how they're raising these chickens for your fucking McDonald's. Right. And all this shit. Totally agree. Yeah. He was great. He acknowledged that there are a lot of things you could be into. There's a lot of injustices, but this is one of them. And I like, too, he got up, he goes, you know what? I'm a fucking asshole. Uh, uh, I've been an asshole. For years, thank you for giving me another chance. <laughs> yeah, right. For years, I've been difficult to work with. <laughs> he's, he's a good actor, and I'm glad he got the uh, best. Yeah, best me too. Role. Me he, too. He deserved that. But uh, that uh, there's two movies, Parasite and... Uh, Parasite was hard, and these you know why I watched it. Look, they also nominated the Irishman, and that wasn't great. I was watching. Irishman was way better. Oh, you guys have no taste. That's what I'm seeing. Way better. It's just every minute, like, and then the only reason I watched Parasite was because, like, every like a lemming, you just follow. Yeah, like every fucking other award they're giving. I said this must be some fucking movie. Yeah, this must be the greatest movie ever made. And I'm watching. I was laughing on the plane because everyone was watching Paris. Good. And I knew it isn't everybody's taste. Good. That was what was funny. And then you could put on the halftime show to uh, (laughs) really entertain yourself. It was unwatchable, too. Oh. It was unwatchable. Who is this? Your brother? He agrees with you. I totally agree. Everything is just now I'm going for Bloomberg. He talked me into it. I was on the Fuck yeah. (laughs) Fuck yeah, Bloomberg, man. I'm so glad. You know, he's going to be on the next debate. Donald is all freaked out about Bloomberg. Too. Yeah, he's all freaked oh, yeah. out because you know, like, like, like Bloomberg's the kind of guy he just goes, "Listen, stop lying. You're lying Bloomberg's about." Bloomberg's got the real street cred. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a blast watching those two go at each other. It is, it is. It's gonna Bloomberg be better is. than when just pointing out his height won't work. It's gonna be better than uh, <laughs> Donald Trump versus AJ Benza from our show. <laughs> But you know how uh, Trump, his his usual thing to attack is a person's height. Yeah, big deal. And uh, so what? Yeah. yeah. Bloomberg was like, yeah, attack my height. You lie about your weight. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Billy, thank you. Thanks, Howard. Have a good day. It's going to be Bye-bye. a blast watching those two go at it. Oh, man. Uh, let's go to, oh, hey, David Spade's going to stop by today. And next Wednesday, get ready when um, Chris Wilding's going to come in and search for high pitch Eric's penis on the air. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, yes. <laughs> that is terrible. <laughs> Kevin, you're on the air in Georgia. Hey, man, I, hey, man. Uh, long time listener. Hey, I really take advantage of time whenever I'm in the car driving. Your bid on Harry Harrison right before you guys went on vacation, man, I was absolutely crying in the car. Some of that stuff that was brought up during his obituary. You know, it's funny. Uh, yeah. You weren't crying because Harry died. No, you were crying because <laughs> no, we were funny. No, no, no. Uh, some of the intake that Howard actually was doing just to pick up the time where you can understand him. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, funny enough, I uh, was home and I was reading some of the email that came in. 
And uh, a lot of the email, you know, it, it's a funny thing. We do these shows, and I couldn't even remember doing these bits, but uh, the audience is good. They remind me. Uh, first of all, some fan feedback here on Stern Show A to Z, which was what we aired while we've yeah. been away, Robin. Uh-huh. While you were partying in Australia. Right. I was observing the fire damage. I see. Robin was there as on a missionary mission. Uh, while we were on vacation, we aired a special on Howard 101. Uh, thank you, uh, Kevin, by the way. Uh, we aired a special on Howard 101 called Stern Show A to Z, where we highlighted great moments in the show based on the letters of the alphabet. Yes. Uh, people write in the following. I loved hearing A for ayahuasca. A beautiful <laughs> I woman. I believe I made it. A beautiful woman that is intelligent and adventurous. I love Robin. Her craziness always amazes me. <laughs> yes, Robin uh, on vacation was nursing koalas back to health. She sent me some video. Beautiful little animals yes. with koalas. Uh, re-listening to E for Ronnie's engagement was so great. Who proposes over the phone? Better yet, who accepts a marriage proposal over the phone? Unreal. <laughs> Howard, my favorite letter was M for Mackine or machine. <laughs> I had forgotten that. Mackine was a great moment in Stern Show history. The best thing was that Gary knew it was coming and he still fucked it up. Classic, classic, classic. Also, uh, Howard, hearing N for Gary's napping had me thinking of Gary's psychology. Robin hit it right on the head. The only thing Gary produces is some Z's. <laughs> That's a funny line, Robin. That is a funny line. That's why a repeat is good to hear. Uh, Leslie Jones received so many positive, uh, so many positive emails and tweets. And like many, many people in the audience, I'm sure, I went home and watched her special yes. after that visit. You're right. Leslie killed it on the show. I love her now more than ever. She's uh, so in your face and real. I adore her. We'll 1,000% watch her Netflix special. Uh, another one. I'm so thankful for the Leslie Jones interview. She's amazing. God bless you, Howard. She had so many great lines. I would give two fucks and a shit is now my view on life. Great interview. <laughs> Um, uh, this one praises Leslie's for her story about, uh, meeting Prince and Prince thought she was Chris Rock. <laughs> <laughs> so great. Uh, this one finally says for my money, Leslie is one of the funniest and most talented people to have been on Saturday night live. She's also a top five in terms of guests on your show, Howard. And I've been listening to uh, the show for 35 years. She kept me laughing from one end of the segment to the other. She was awesome. So uh, a lot of people now also writing in that they weren't big fans of hers on Saturday Night Live. But after hearing this interview with Howard and learning about her, I'm a total fan. She rocks. And uh, so many like that. So, uh, you know, what can I tell you? Home yeah, on there. If you haven't watched her special, watch it. It's funny. And and I don't know what's with me. Maybe I have a little bit of the Alzheimer's, but I had no idea I had even done a tribute to Harry Harrison. I had forgotten. Oh, you're kidding. You started the show with that that day. I, evidently, I did. The audience loved my tribute to the late New York radio personality, Harry Harrison. Howard, doing his radio voice in honor of Harry Harrison made me pee myself. This guy actually peed on himself. <laughs> my two-year-old kept asking if I was okay from her car seat. The show is the best it's ever been. Keep up the great work. Love you guys. Howard, please do more Harry Harrison impressions. <laughs> oh, how can we bring him back? May he rest in peace. It really shows just how far music has evolved through the years. The playlist Fred played was perfect. Fred being praised for once. And I'm glad of it. Good good for you, Fred. Thank you. Whoever you are. As a longtime fan, I was blown away with your Harry Harrison tribute bit. If only I could remember it. 
<laughs> you were like Robin Williams on speed. Wow, that's, that's fast. high pray. I always love your sense of humor and appreciate your perspective on certain issues, but I didn't think I'd ever heard you in such... That doesn't make sense. But I don't think I've ever heard you in such constant and rapid-fire mode like during your Harry Harrison bit. It was fucking awesome. And uh, this guy finally claims that this Harry Harrison segment that I can't even remember led to a car wreck. <laughs> For real. It was like NASCAR. I wanted to let you know that the tribute you paid to Harry Harrison was probably the most I have laughed in many years of listening to your show. In fact, listen to this. I was laughing so hard that I didn't notice the guy in front of me slam on his brakes, oh, which led me no. into crashing into his car at 55 miles an hour. Really? The way I see it is you owe me $7,500 to fix my car, <laughs> and I'm not joking when I tell you that it is your fault. If I hadn't been laughing that hard at your tribute, I would not have. I would have seen the car and I would have hit my brakes. Don't fuck with me, Howard. I want my money. <laughs> and finally, this email about my Harry Harrison bit. Ching chong ding dong. Signed the Parasite director, Bong Jo Ho, who just won the Oscar. So he liked it, too. Bong Joon. Bong Joon Ho. Bong Joon Ho. Bong Joon Ho. That was some Oscar. Uh, yes, the Kansas City Chiefs did win the Super Bowl. People can't wait to hear how Richard celebrated. Well, I have a story Thank for you. Thank you, Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> I'll this tell you is what, amazing. I'll take a break and I'll tell you about Richard uh, and the Super Bowl and everything he did. How yeah, I, I texted with him because I had to concede that uh, Kansas City did indeed win the Super Bowl. It was a great Super Bowl, Rob. Thank you, I didn't see Patrick it. Mahomes. It was great. It wasn't good. It was, it was great. great. It was great. Oh. I mean, in terms of an exciting football game. Did they have to come back from behind again? Yes, they That's did. Amazing. Yeah. It was tied up at the end, uh, at the end of the uh, second, of uh, the first, first, you half. Know, first half. Came back. Kansas City fell behind. It looked like it was curtains. Motherfucker Mahomes, he, Richard Boyd. That's Boy. what he does. This is yeah. amazing. <laughs> did it. That's amazing. It is amazing. One fan is so pissed that the Kansas City Chiefs won because, well, now we're going to have to listen to that freakish hillbilly cry <laughs> over the Chiefs when the show gets back. Hearing him cry over nonsense makes me want to tune out. Fuck Richard Christie and fuck the Chiefs. <laughs> yeah, you're going to have to. Uh, you're going to have to endure it. You're going to have to endure it. All right. I've said a lot, I've done a lot, but now I have to take a break. And when I come back, I'll give you a recap on the Chiefs and what happened with Richard in the Super Bowl. And uh, But first, I must do this. Ah, uh, yes, John Lennon. Love is a concept. Love is a concept. That, I'm trying to remember the words. God is a concept. That's what it is. Yes, God is a concept. I remember buying this record. Our pain. You know who I saw who died? Probably five people care about this guy, but I was such a big fan of his. I thought he was going to be a huge star. Buzzy Linhart died. Buzzy Linhart. Guy was uh, 70-ish. Was he like 70? Anybody know how old Buzzy was? Uh, Checking. Thank you. <coughs> thank you. Uh, <coughs> 76. Got it. I don't believe. Magic. He doesn't believe in magic, John. I thought he did believe in magic. Don't believe 
I remember when I got this album, I had to look up I Ching. I didn't even know what it was. <laughs> it's some kind of like Chinese fortune telling. Tarot. It's tarot. It's I Ching and tarot. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't believe in Hitler. You know, he believes in Yoko. Yoko and me. He was so good. I can't believe some guy killed him. That fat fuck. Gita? Yeah, Gita's another one of those kooky things. Like they tell the future. Yoga. He doesn't believe in yoga. Alright, he finally just says, I just believe in Yoko. I just believe in Yoko and me. Zimmerman. Zimmerman is Bob Dylan. Is that Bob Dylan? Yeah. I believe in 600-pound life. Just believe in me. I just believe in me. Yoko and me. And that's reality. Yoko and me. I don't believe in Benji. Oh, jeez. That's reality. That's reality. Thank you. Something happened and I said, oh, these people are like, they work like Benji. Benji's a weirdo. Hurt his leg and then like... You, and it, so someone said to him, hey, Benji, what happened to your leg? And he goes, I don't want to talk about it on the air. And I don't want to talk about what happened to me. Good. And, then they, and, and, they were, <laughs> and he goes, and, and there was a whole bunch of things I can't even mention about what happened. And oh, it it's out, an intrigue. Yeah, yeah. And then it turned out it was big nothing. He slept and right. he hurt his leg and he couldn't get up and somebody helped him. That's the whole story. He couldn't get up. <laughs> yeah. He'd hurt what do his you leg. mean he couldn't get he up? He couldn't get up. <laughs> He'd fallen and he couldn't get up. And somebody came out of their house and helped him. That's weird. Yeah. But that was the whole story. If I'd gotten him on the air, it would have taken us an what hour. What couldn't he talk about? <laughs> Some other ancillary story had nothing to do with how he hurt his leg. <laughs> <laughs> He's some storyteller. But uh, He did have to be picked up by ambulance, though, Howard. Yeah, what really? happened? And what did he do? He didn't even break anything, did he? He, he, he might have torn something, but uh, I guess he was in so much pain, he screamed, and a neighbor heard, came out, tried to get him up, couldn't. <laughs> Can you imagine that scream, too? And, yeah, he's screaming like this on yeah. the street. <laughs> I, can't I would have, like, closed my window. I wouldn't go I wouldn't go near a scream like that. Howard, let us show you you're the guy who would not re respond to a scream. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. You'd be in big Howard, trouble. Howard, you'd have to respond. No, I wouldn't. I've heard people screaming. You would call 911 or something. No, man. No. Oh. If I heard a scream like that, I'd call animal control. <laughs> it's not well, even that's human. calling something. All right, I'd call animal control. <laughs> you couldn't identify what animal it was. So, there's this horrible animal laying in the mud. <laughs> he was face down in the mud. What is, so what did he do to his leg? He might have torn something. He did have to go to the hospital. But how did he do Wait it? Wait a minute. He... he might have torn something. He went to the hospital. I couldn't get that part out. He was telling me that, like, you know, when your leg slips out in front of you and you almost do a split 
Yeah. That's what happened. So he couldn't get up. They couldn't get him up. They called an ambulance. He went to the hospital. What was he doing? Just taking a walk? Yeah, just walking. And he slipped on the mud. They said that, yeah, exactly. Oh, okay. There's your story, and we didn't have to bring Benji in. Could he just not figure out how to get up? He's dramatic. You imagine, like, the yelling? That must have been unbelievable. <laughs> I'd be like, Beth, could you close the window, please? <laughs> I think I hear Benji screaming. <laughs> Talk about the boy who cried wolf. Yeah, I don't get involved in anything. I'm not looking to uh, be involved. But if you really heard somebody that sounded like they were even a wounded animal, you would you would probably do more. Beth would be out there rescuing. Yeah, put her put him in a bag, <laughs> take him somewhere. But, uh, hey, oh, by the way, uh, David Spade's coming in. Gary said to me a couple of weeks ago, Spade wants to come in. And I said, uh, <clears throat> oh, I said, don't even ask me. <clears throat> Just book him. Don't even <clears throat> talk to me about it. That's I a given. I thought you were going to say, don't even ask me. I don't want to know. Just say no. <laughs> no, no. Just the opposite. He's like my favorite guest. Oh. One of my favorites. Oh, now you're trying to make it up to him. No, make what up to him? That you said Conan was your favorite guest. No. Conan was my best interview <laughs> and say he was my favorite guest. Well, he took it that you meant you love Conan and you don't love him. Well, I do love him. Uh, in fact, uh, we told people, we went out on the street and told them David Spade was coming in. We asked them, do you find his name offensive? Spade. <laughs> you know, in all this time, I never thought of that. Think about this. Are you offended by the name David Spade? Yeah, I mean, change it. Why would you use something like that when you know people's going to take offense to it? I hear the word spade. It takes me It takes me to a, a, during when we was in bondage and slavery, physical slavery, they had us with a spade, rake, holes, and shovels. And that's where they, that's where they put that um, connotation to the black man. Change it. I mean, David, you are a celebrity. You have enough money, more than enough money. I mean, change your name, man. I mean, you know, get it right. Yeah, yeah. You know, do the right thing. Yeah, do the right thing. Around. What is wrong with people? They never thought of it either until somebody <laughs> put it that way. Hey, they don't like it. Those guys did not like it. They immediately decided they had a problem. Never had a problem before. David has never heard that. And all the times he's been introduced. Uh, it took fact, you uh, to bring it up. Black people are currently picketing outside our show because <laughs> David is coming in. <laughs> hey, Brian, what's up? Hey, now. Morning, brother. How are you? Welcome All right. back. Thank you. Uh, so uh, you're talking about face tattoos earlier and, yeah. you know, that ad that, um, you, you know, it, the guy that had the face tattoo, the rapper Post Malone, he got a new one. <laughs> yeah, I saw um, that. You know, that was funny. <laughs> You being an old ad man, I wanted to get your thoughts on the Super Bowl commercials that came out. I think two of the best ones from this Super Bowl came out of companies based in Detroit. Just wanted to get your thoughts. I'm thinking of buying some space on Post Malone's face. <laughs> Put the uh, Howard Stern show on there because that guy's pretty popular. And, like, what about that? Like, do you think we could buy his forehead or is that already taken? I don't know. What's, I, I have to take a look at him and see what space is available. Yeah, instead of like posting stupid shit on your face, why not you put the Howard Stern show? I'm pretty sure I could get serious to pony up a million dollars. We'll, we'll rent that space. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, we'd love to get your thoughts uh, on the Super Bowl spot. I, I don't know. Um, I know I won money on it, and but actually, I lost money on that bet. But overall, I won money on the Super Bowl. You won money, or you didn't lose money? Well, 
I uh, won money. I won about a hundred bucks. You won. You won big, Robin. I I I bet three fifty. Yeah, you won two hundred. Oh, you lost money. Yeah. No, you won money. Well, I didn't, didn't put, put out it. any money. Right, until so you now. won. So I didn't lose all three fifty. Oh yeah, that's right. You got to pay <laughs> off those other bets. <laughs> I thought you won two hundred bucks. I did win. I I I mean I. One bets that total two hundred dollars. So I, I only see. have to pay a hundred fifty. I see. Gee, that doesn't sound so good. No. John said she won two fifty. <laughs> two fifty. So I have to pay a hundred. Right. Right. She lost. Well, she didn't lose, but she didn't win as much as I thought. I'm confused. Howard, I think this demands some of your famous math. Uh, you got yeah, it's too much for me. I need I need to bring in an expert. <laughs> His head is about to explode. Where's my account? He's coming in now. My accountant? Oh, the guy who has the accounting of the bets. Oh. JD left a Super Bowl party early because he was so pissed off about losing bets to Robin. <laughs> he said he's never betting on the show again. JD, why were you... like? Why I saw, is it uh, my fault? I'll come I, in, in a second. Hold yeah, on. I saw you tweeting... And uh, I was like, wow, JD's a sore loser. I mean, what is, what 